It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. Swings it out to Sadiq Bay. Gets Benny Bindercourt. Oh! Abdul Rahman at midcourt. Extra pass. And it goes for the win. The three-pointer by Jordan Poole. Here's the give. Walker. Kenny Walker. Touchdown. Smarty. Goff's got it. Back. Looks. Throws. Ends up. Yes. Caught. Touchdown to Craig Lyons. They did it. Armand Ross. They brought him to the Steve again. Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here. A grand slam from Miguel Cabrera. He's got two goals. Marcus Inundo scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Good Tuesday morning to you. It is the 14th day of June 2022. We welcome you here to Axis and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Danny Cahalan, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us. No matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, we appreciate you making us a part of your day each and every weekday morning all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio as well, from Traverse City down to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And, of course, we encourage you. Join the program at any time. You can text the keyword sports radio. Send it to 21000. Sports radio to 21000. Meyer Super Center guest line 248-951-2176. 248-951-2176. We're on Twitter at XP Mornings, Facebook X's and Bros. And, of course, good morning to our television audience as well. Comcast Channel 900 and BCSN on Buckeye Broadband. Find our podcast. Listen back to anything you may have missed on demand by visiting Google, Apple, Spotify, and, of course, the iHeartRadio app. MichiganSportsNetwork.com is the website. XBMornings at gmail.com is our fan feedback email inbox. And you can find us all individually on Twitter. Danny Cahalan is at Dan in the studio. Ryan Elke is at RyanL underscore key. And I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. Guys, uh, and we, we've got time because Kyle Barlow, the coach, he will join us at 7.35 this morning. Do you remember what Dave and Hudsonville's question was? I should have typed it out. You remember yesterday when he was like, hey, make sure you ask Barlow. Do you remember what he wanted me to ask him? I thought about this oh, a lot yesterday. Oh, gosh. As I was watching the game and I was like, son of a bleep. What was I supposed to ask I, Barlow? Yeah, I can't remember. Dave, text it in or email xbmornings at gmail.com. There you go. Uh, text, email. Hell, you could call if you wanted call to. Call in, yeah. We'll just write it Dan. down now. Yeah, and then Dan can, Dan can relay it to Kyle. Um, because I can't for the life of me remember what the hell I was supposed to ask him. Um, what, a, what a game last night, game five, between the Warriors and the Celtics, NBA Finals action. Oh, the chef, for as good as he was in game four, that was a... What a game. How how does Jason Tatum have like he's got twenty two points through three quarters I believe just what he touched the ball twice in the fourth I, I he's uh, the best player in the game oh my god he's such a bum in the fourth shooting twenty five percent in the fourth quarter yeah the last three games he's uh, for the, all the folks that want to put him in that on that pedestal 
they want him in that conversation. He's 24 years old. It's his first time here. I'm willing to grant him a pass, but he's not there. Like he's he's not there for that that conversation at least. Uh, good to see Clay Thompson bounce back a little bit in uh, in in last night's game. Uh, as I said at the end of our show uh, here yesterday morning, and then later on on the on the huge show, huge called me. I was trying to clean the saw at the grocery store. I had to stop everything I was doing to talk to uh, to talk to huge, and we ended up talking about business for the you know ten minutes of the conversation. Um, but it, it was a game for the other guys. Like that's what that's what yesterday was. If Steph carried you on the road through Game Four to get home court back to get you back to the Chase Center there in the Bay. Yesterday was a game for the other guys. That's what they, like they needed, whether it was going to be Gary Payton or Otto Porter, Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole. Like the other guys needed to have a basketball game. They needed to play well, and they did last night. Uh, even when Boston regained the lead there in the third quarter, it made you you know scratch your head a little bit as far as your you know your concern and your thoughts about who was actually going to you know win the game. They 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 did it. They showed up. They were able to, uh, especially Andrew Wiggins. What a ball game he had! Uh, this is like that's the game they needed, though. They collectively needed that from everybody else. Lighten the load on Steph. Steph, by the way, zero for nine from three in the ball game, and it snapped an incredible streak. This is the second such streak that has been snapped in which Steph Curry went consecutive games uh, with making a three pointer. You might be thinking, well, how many consecutive games? How about 233 consecutive games with at least one three-point make? Uh, worth noting here that uh, Curry has two of the longest such streaks in league history, one ending last night, the other ending in 2018. That's from Kurt Goldsberry. This so was pretty, also uh, his uh, first career playoff game without a made three-point field goal. Which couldn't is, believe uh, it. 132 games. Wow. 132. That's incredible. I mean, he got some looks. His first few were just, my goodness. I mean, shooting from so far away. And they weren't great looks. And you could tell that, you know, he was charging the basket right after on a couple of them because, you know, he knew that they weren't going in. But, I mean, it is a... uh yeah, I mean the Celtics. Like, good luck, man. Uh, you're probably, you know, if you're if you're a Warriors fan, you wanted to probably see it end uh, on on your home floor. But I would imagine, like, I, I understand the Celtics are going to have to go berserk in Game Six. But good luck, man, because you are going to need it. Uh, I can't believe the Tigers got their game in last night. We were talking about this before we came on the show uh, today, but I cannot believe the weather held up long enough to get them. A game in that to me is just that's preposterous because it was bad last night uh yeah i was coming home from ann arbor and, and the weather was insane and i was on 275 and the amount of flights that were taking off going directly into the storm i would have been real nervous because there was a lot of lightning did you guys get any of that uh at comerica park it really just it just rained. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't a drizzle, but it wasn't pouring either. It was just raining for like 15 minutes. We could see the lightning, you know, in the distance beyond downtown, you know, over the river and Lake Erie, but and nothing, literally no thunder or anything. It was, 
I mean, it literally probably rained for like 10 minutes, like in the fifth, and then like the final four outs of the ninth inning, and that was it. Oh, wow. All it right, wasn't well, bad at all. That's good. Yeah, because I was And it was part, like, it was perfect temperature because it was, you know, it well, wanted to rain. You could tell it wanted to rain the entire game, but it just never really happened. Where it starts to cool a little bit. And yeah. It drops like 10 to 15 Yeah, it was like, like probably, it was probably like 75 degrees the entire game. It was perfect. All I thought to myself was, thank God this isn't happening on Wednesday because we got golf league, baby. Um, the big news from yesterday is the Tigers have placed Eduardo Rodriguez on the restricted list. Uh, the pitcher is away from the team for personal matters. Um, this is until further notice, according to GM Alavila. Now, this is, you know, the left-hander, the free agent acquisition last offseason. He's been on the IL since May 22nd with a left rib cage strain, made a rehab start in AAA Toledo, Last week that we were all excited about, he threw four scoreless innings, nine strikeouts, clowned an entire roster. But A.J. Hinch told reporters uh, over the weekend that they didn't have a timeline for his return. And then yesterday he said, hey, the statement is what it is. The restricted list is part of the relationship between the player and the organization. I know he wasn't going to make his start. He wasn't going to pitch in the minor leagues or the major leagues at this time. This was inevitable. And that's all he said. This is strange. I mean, it's a five-year, $77 million contract and a career ERA of 417 with a 65-42 and 42 record. He's 1-3 right now. He's only 29. His ERA is 438 in eight starts. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. But with being placed on the restricted list, he will not be being paid during his time on that list. Good to note there. Right, and it's also off of the... 40-man roster, so the Tigers, I, I believe, now have two openings on their 40-man. Uh, so, because uh, Daz Cameron at the moment is in uh, COVID protocols, so technically that spot is open. We'll be back talking more Tigers baseball next here on X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Share your thoughts all morning long on the Meyer Guest Line. Call 248-951-2176. That's 248-951-2176. Now, back to Danny, Ryan, and A.B. Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Danny Cahalem, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you. For joining us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, we appreciate you making us a part of your day. Big night for the Tigers. Uh, last night, can we get a round of applause for a one Cody Clemens? Two for two with a run scored and a walk drawn. What a day for young Cody Clemens. That's pretty fantastic. The Tigers will lose the ball game. Uh, nine to five. The White Sox nine runs on fifteen hits, no errors. The Tigers five runs on twelve hits with one error. A uh, box score looked like this: Willie Castro in the leadoff spot. He was two for five with two runs scored in an RBI. Hitting Harold Castro three for five. Did strike out, scored a run. 
Uh, but another another fine night at the dish for him. Miguel Cabrera, two for five with an RBI. That's always fun. Oh, Hidden Herald had two RBI if I didn't say that. Austin Meadows, a stellar one for four for him. Javi Baez, 0 for four with a strikeout. Robbie Grossman, one for four. Torque, 0 for three with three Ks. Can't see the ball. Cody Clemens, two for two. Two runs scored uh, with the walk. Scope, 0 for one. Barnhart, one for two. One walk drawn, one strikeout. I Eric guess Haas the in over one. I guess that uh, bat burning. They did get some hits yesterday. We can admit that. Yeah, they got. The, they scored five runs. Yeah, they're just. Uh, they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose a lot of games. It's gonna be a long next three months. Didn't your boy uh, get the start yesterday? Railroad Ronnie. Uh, that's the other railroad, Ronnie. Uh, but yeah. Ronnie Garcia was okay. I think he got through four. He pitched into the fifth. Couldn't get an out, I believe. Uh, did, did you guys see uh, the Lance Lynn versus the third base coach? Uh, I heard that they had a little bit of an exchange. Yeah, what happened over there in the dugout? I don't know. He, Lance Lynn was terrible through two innings, and then they got into an argument, and he, like, I think he got like 14 outs in a row or something like that. 12 outs in a row, 12 outs in a row. That's a good argument to have then. And they got, I mean, they, Lance Lynn is a large guy. The third base coach for the White Sox is not. He was, Lance Lynn had at least a buck 20 on the third base coach. Yeah, I don't, uh, you know, I've, I, th- there isn't a whole lot there, but you know, Lynn and the coach go back and forth and watch some of the video of it right now in the dugout. And of course, you're going to walk around the dugout like, where are you going to go? <laughs> right. You know, you know? I mean? especially when you're in the, you know, it's one thing if there's two outs and you're about to run out onto the field. <laughs> now it's, you have to sit there for 15 minutes while your team bats. Lynn's final line, four and a third, 10 hits, three earned runs, four strikeouts. Did give up a home run through 88 pitches. Your boy, the other railroad, Ronnie Garcia, Four innings, five hits, four and runs, two walks, three strikeouts. Not terrible. Uh, I think the terrible part happened with uh, Andrew Chafin coming in for an inning, uh, giving up three hits and three runs, two of which were earned. He struck out two. He did all that in 21 pitches, so that's always fun. Um, and then Jimenez at the end, like, you know, what are you going to do? Tack on two more runs scored, and and that's going to be it. But you got to be like that. Just that's gave a, up an absolute moonshot was the moon. a rocket to deep center it went uh it hit the padding behind the first uh set of bushes like you know how it's layered it hit the it was at least 435 in the air wow that's on a on a line because there were a couple shots to left field that got knocked down by the wind i uh Gosh, I can't remember who it was, but somebody poked one, and it measured the wall. Like uh, the AJ Pollock was standing, like had his right hand on the wall as he caught it. I can't remember who that was, but yeah, he hit that on a line, and you know the batter's eye was probably blocking the wind from knocking it down, and it just kept going. Uh, Jose Abreu can hit the ball far. I mean, guy six three two forty five. You turn into that a little bit, it it's gonna go. Uh, he had a he had a pretty nice game. That might that that must be nice. What two? What was he? Three for four. Two runs scored. Four RBI. Did walk once as well. 
and hit two home runs. Like that's a. Oh that's yeah. A, by the way, uh, saw our boy uh, Danny from Brighton out oh, there. Danny he from was, Brighton was out and about. He was literally he was sitting in the fifth row behind home plate. Uh, and then yeah, it started raining, and I saw him what uh, walking up the concourse, and we I waved at him. Uh, yeah, it's good to see Danny and Brighton at the game. Nice. Very nice. Go out to the ballpark, people. Even if it's going to be a you know potential tornado, go on out there. You yeah, know, folks, enjoy point. yourself. What a great night to pick for a ball game. That's literally all I was thinking about. I checked the uh, checked the score as I was driving home, and because uh, I was listening to the basketball game uh, on the uh, on the radio, and like I was like, man, I I can't believe I'm really not that far away. Like it, but I mean, if you guys were able to get it in, I think when the weather started to get real bad, and there was a lot because you know whenever there's lightning within a 700 mile radius of whatever live event you're at, they have to stop the game and send everybody inside. And then you just sit there and then you go back out on the field. Then there's another lightning bolt, 700 miles away. And like, Oh, got it. That happened to us one time at a college football game. I'll never forget it because I think we started at seven. I don't think we ended until after midnight because of not one, but two lightning delays. Like they had just gotten back out of the field, just got warmed up and stretched getting ready to take the field like offense and defense and pick the game back up lightning bolt. That was, I mean, did it look close? Sure. Was it actually close? No. All lightning always looks close. Uh, and of course they sent everybody back inside and it was like, Oh my God, we're going to be here forever. Nice way to start the season that year. Regardless, you guys got it in and with Casey Mize now um, done for the year with the Tommy John announcement, and the Tigers putting Eduardo Rodriguez on the restricted list as the as he's away from the team for a personal matter. I don't know what these personal matters are. Um, yeah, when it's when it's this type of, it sounds like it's serious. I, yeah, I don't know if I, I'm not. I don't want to speculate about mental health or anything like that. But when it's, you know, normally when it's like a death in the family, you might hear that. This that, I, who there's, knows? There's their own separate list for that. There's the bereavement list. Right. This is uh. I, this really just seems like a mental. I need a you know. I need some time mentally. When did all this start to happen? I don't. I think he. Uh. Well, according to Shep, said he's Shep. You know, they were speaking of this during the game, and Shep said. In New York last week, Eduardo Rodriguez was excited to be back, and he was mad that he wasn't already back in the rotation because he wanted to face the Yankees, his old rival. Wow. Well, I mean, that's one way to do it, I suppose. Be excited about it. We're going to talk a little more baseball, a little more Tigers with John Wagner coming up next. But first, let me tell you about two of these absolutely dynamic, fabulous golf courses up at Canadian Lakes. We call it. The Tullymore Golf Resort, and it's in Canadian Lakes, and it offers two championship courses, Tullymore and St. Ives, located about an hour north of Grand Rapids, 30 minutes west of Mount Pleasant. It's up north golf, folks, without the drive and the lodging to be able to cater to you and your partner, your foursome, or up to 400 of your closest friends and family, 400 people. Tullymore not only features a top-of-the-line golf fit experience, but also top-of-the-line accommodations and is the perfect spaces for your wedding event, reception, or group outing. TullymoreGolf.com is the website. That's TullymoreGolf.com. Dot com or you can call 1-800-972-4837 1-800-972-4837 book your stay and play at Tullymore today exciting stuff 
Let's get this weather out of here, dried up a little bit. It's going to get hot later on in the week. It's going to get hot on this program as Wags, the old-time scribe. He joins us next here on the Michigan Sports Network.